If I hit record, I can see waves. And you can see my waves as well. Now, I'm really up on this mic. Yeah. You're Should pretty... I be more up on this mic? No more than that. That seems good. I feel comfortable right here. Yeah. Yeah. How are those waves looking? Are they looking wavy? Are we? Are they crispy? We're we gonna get out there on a surfboard and you know, I'd rip ride a, those rip waves. a rip a curl or two. I'd ride those waves. Those waves of riding. I'm gonna laugh now. Okay. Ha 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 ha! Oh shit! Goodness gracious! It's Jake the Steak and Ross the Sauce coming back at you from South Glen Falls. Yo, what up, everybody? I'm going to get that radio announcer thing down one of these days. I think you already got it down. I think you sound pretty fucking good. Well, I could have kept going, you know, Bear you, Steak, Sound Lab, and all that, but... You did take, like, this big, huge breath right beforehand. I feel like a professional would have held out, like, maybe just a second longer before they, like, started speaking, but you just really went right in for the, the breath and then threw it. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a professional, that's why. You're right. I think you proved your point that you opened up with, that you're working on it, but you're not there yet. <laughs> Touche, sir. Yep. Well played, my good man. So listen, a lot to talk about. Yeah. But really not that much to talk about at the same time. Exactly. We did the John Glassburner interview. That was amazing. Yeah. How'd you feel? How do you feel that went? I felt I felt it went pretty good for a, uh, you know, first run through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the sound of me slapping my knee. Yeah, no, I just gave you the look. I know he did too. He's like, he's like, ah, you fucking douchebag. That's all right. You're definitely not a professional. Not well. I guess you would be a professional smack your knee. Yeah, yeah. Other than I don't get paid for it, so it's more of a hobby. Yeah. Well, like, what do you call a person who's like really good at a hobby, though? Not a professional. Oh, expert. All right. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we did that. We had to do that. Uh, that interview over video chat. Yeah, it was fun though. Yeah. It was nice to see him. It was a nice learning experience, too. I believe the plan is for him eventually to come into the studio down the road. I hope so. Yeah. That would be really cool. But what else we got going on? Um, Actually, I think uh, the audience might be in for a little treat. Not only did we do an interview with John Glassburner, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but this week mm -hmm. we also have Tell me. one of the most <laughs> interesting people anybody could know. Dumb Deloise? Mm, unfortunately not. Yeah. Yeah. You really took all the thunder out of my uh, cloud just now. <laughs> they called me the thunder cloud taker outer guy. Damn it, Kelch. Yeah. I got well, a lot of names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been a lot of places, and usually you pick up a new nickname everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're not even going to bring up what your uh, nickname is from Thailand. Oh, ho, ho. Northern Thailand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Southern Thailand. I, I, it's not so bad. They were the cock chaser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen. Well, you got all loaded and you were case chasing that chicken around yeah. in the square plus and everybody was, was a, laughing. Plus there was a lot of dick everywhere. What yeah. Are you gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there wasn't a lot to do. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, kid. Moving on. That's actually, either. we are probably going to talk to somebody who may or may not have actually been to South and North Thailand. Yo, you know what my buddy says? He says that you could smack, you could put lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Wait, what is it? 
I said, anybody can put uh, lipstick on a pig and anybody can put a dress on a cow. Yeah, it didn't make sense when you used it there. Right. And, and I'm going to use it right here in the same okay, in the same way. So inaccurately and awkward? I've moved on. Oh, okay. So you let me take the heat for that one. Yeah, go You made it. me say it again. Take it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, in studio today, we have the one and only Rob Doe. What? Robbie. What hey, up, guys. What up, Robbie? What up? Thank you uh, for having me. Doesn't, it, doesn't yeah. it feel good just to look at him? I know. He's so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. There's so much to talk about. Like, I swear to God, if you Google image search winning smile, Robbie's face is going to pop up. Why, why is Robbie a guest? Why don't you tell him why we well, decided to book Rob as a guest? Well, we were, we were talking about it one day, and, and uh, we, th we thought, you know what? Who's the most interesting person that we know? Literally our most interesting man in the world. And both of us agreed, it is Rob Doe. It's Rob Doe. Thank you, guys. Um, on a side note, I know the world's most interesting man, <laughs> and I've smoked cigars with him. I had tequila. He's a very cool guy. This is why he really Robbie's is that on... interesting. So, you, so you mean you know Dom DeLuise? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Peter DeLuise. I'm sorry. <laughs> son. Okay, you know, I messed that up. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty One Jump Street. Damn it. <laughs> but this this is why Robbie's here. I'm glad you could take some time off from your busy busy life to come hang out with us. I'm always glad to see you guys. Oh, for sure. Pleasure is definitely all ours. So what were you, uh, what'd you have going on this week? Was it uh, anything fun? Uh, it was just a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, went to Rochester, went up to Syracuse. Um, I uh, worked on some wines, did some social media marketing stuff with the crew. Nice. Um, I, uh, I actually gave a really cool Christmas present to this guy, Dustin, who's like my little brother. He, so he works for me. He's like my, uh, he's like my right hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I, I treat him like he's my little brother. So I gave him a sword. Oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect gift for any little brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also happens to be like 29. So okay, that's better. he's not that little. All right. I was just thinking about when like Matt and I were kids and if I had given him a sword, it probably would have ended up terribly for me. But yeah. Yeah. Me and my cousin used to shoot each other with BB guns. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I fear like what would have happened if, uh, you know. Yeah. You know. If, if a sword was involved. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Robbie, you've been all over the world. A lot of places, more places I still want to go to. How many How many countries do you think you've been to so Ooh. far? Um, you know, I don't know offhand, but I, I remember counting, well, this is a few years ago now, so I was at like, I think about like 26 at the time, Holy but I don't, I don't know what it is right now. No shit. I'd have to really think about it. Now, do you do a lot of this? Uh... Wait, wait. I, sorry, I zoned out for a minute. I'm thinking about digital stuff here. <laughs> Admittedly, I'm looking, I'm checking shit out. Um, did you say you were at, went to 26 countries? Well, I know I've been to more now, but I, I just remember like a few years back, I counted and it was 26. 20 fucking six. And it's more now. Yeah. 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 I've been to one <laughs> <laughs> and I drew and I drove there. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt. I thought that's what I heard. Oh shit. Most of this, uh, so now when you do. This traveling is most of it for work, or is it a lot of uh, just pleasure? 
It's it's both. I mean, sometimes I'm traveling for work, which is cool, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm traveling just because I want to go someplace. So, yep. but uh, you'll you'll know the difference because when I travel for myself, I'm not traveling in as much. I, I hate to say luxury, mm-hmm. but it's not as fancy because I don't need that. Gotcha. Um, when I travel for work, yeah, you know, I mean, I have to keep certain appearances, you know, so I yeah. have to look nice, and I need an iron. <laughs> so, <laughs> When you do travel for work, what is it like you're doing? Um, well, sometimes I'm visiting like vineyards, sometimes I'm visiting distilleries or whatever. Um, uh, sometimes I'm learning about different products and everything. Uh, so the company I work for sells a lot of wine and spirits and beer, uh, depending on the state. And what we do is uh, we go around searching for these things and uh, trying to find, I guess, the diamonds in the rough out there. Hmm. That's cool in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <clears throat> I go to uh, you know I go to work and it's in the it's in the same building in the same spot in the same town every day, and you get to just go all over the place. <laughs> Sometimes I walk from the front of the pizza shop, yeah. like by the pizza oven where I like make pizzas. <clears throat> Sometimes I'll like run a pizza cutter to the back room to throw it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to brag or nothing, but it seems like I move around a little bit more than you do, Jake. Oh, hell. <laughs> You're so untraveled. I can't even talk to you. I know. I'm no, uneducated. I, and- I, I remember you guys on one of your travels, and uh, I showed up with a basically uh, a battery booster for you guys. So oh, you know, I know you guys have traveled. You did. Okay. You saved the day. Yeah, we were in uh, Brooklyn, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Park Slope. Park Slope, yep. Across from that cemetery. What This was back when... Uh, when Ross and I were on tour and we had slept in our tour van overnight, but unfortunately we went out the night before. So we were all sleeping in the van and I forgot to turn the van off before we all fell asleep. So it just died in the middle of the night and Robbie Doe came to the rescue the next morning with a battery jumper and hooked us up and we could keep going. Yeah. I don't even know how you... Oh wait, you, you were at you came to Brooklyn to see us, right? Well, I live in Brooklyn. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I came to Brooklyn to see you guys. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you can't go by me. I just found out the other in the John Glassburner interview that when me and Jake were on tour, I thought we played a four day metal fest at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> we were at a teen center. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. You guys played at Trash Bar because I, I remember at the time they thought they were going to close the Trash Bar, but. They wound up getting saved, like some people invested or whatever. That was a that was a pretty trashy bar when we were there. It's definitely a trash bar. Is that the one that the whole to use the bathroom you had to go downstairs, and it was like all flooded down there? And was that the trash bar? There was one we I went. It remember. was creepy if you had to go. Yeah, use I remember the that one now. You had to go down these stairs, and it was a narrow hallway. Yeah, and there was like pipes overhead. It was like going into the bowels of like a missile silo. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I felt like I was. Getting... And it was like a red light. You felt like as soon as you turned that corner, somebody was going to be standing there with like a chainsaw. Yeah, was that that place? I don't remember, I don't but know. I remember that bathroom. Now, do you remember before we went there? Um, I think I introduced a few of you guys to this place next door, which is. Totally different, uh, totally different from Trash Bar, and we had oysters there. Oysters. I don't remember I having oysters. I can't remember I who remember had oysters. oysters with me, but it was a it's a fancy cocktail place, and they had oysters. And I, I remember introducing a few of you guys to oysters, and I'm trying to remember if it was you guys or maybe it was one of the other bandmates or whatever. 
Hmm. No, it definitely wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't okay. me. What I remember, you brought us out for uh, barbecue, though. Yeah. Fetty Sal. Yeah. Good place. Yeah, that was good. That was I was so stuffed, and we had to walk so far to get back to the van. And I say so far, it could have been like two blocks. And, was and so Dave used to barbecue. work there. <laughs> Dave used, Dave to, work used there. to work there. Oh, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the time, when I brought you guys there, he wasn't working there. But later on, he got a job there. And I told him, oh, yeah, I brought the guys here. <laughs> we, uh, I remember we went and saw Dave, and it was like daytime. We got uh, hammered. And didn't you punch, punch Dustin in the yeah. dick? Yeah, I punched him right in the dick as hard as I could right in front of the whole bar. <laughs> People were eating their food. There were children there. Yeah. There were like families there. That's the uh. one that's the one weird thing that I found when we were down in the city at bars. There was like designated like stroller parking in the bar. What was funny about that is he, remember he said afterwards he thought he thought he was the one person that was totally like immune to it, like wasn't gonna get it or something. It's oh no, like, nobody's immune. He was just didn't expect it. Oh I know. Man, that was it the was, funniest. <laughs> I remember him going like, why? And falling over. <laughs> I think that was unprovoked. I think you just did it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have a lot of yeah. really hazy memories from that day. Yeah. I think that place was called like the Bluebird or something. No. Yeah, maybe. Was it the Bluebird? I can't remember. Yeah. I remember we were all just standing there and Dave was making us drinks and he brought us some food. And I just looked over and I seen Dustin standing there and he didn't have a drink in his hand or anything. He was just standing there with his arm on the bar. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. And I just punched him as hard as I could right in the dick. I thought you weren't there for that, Rob. I was not there for that. No. Rob was there for that too. No. I don't have a clue. (laughs) I kind of wish I was there for that. Dude, it was so funny. Like he got up and he was so mad. He yeah. was so, like, he was like ready to throw down mad. Yeah. And like, he went to like make a move, but then he like looked me in the face and like pointed and went, that's the one you get. That's the one you get. And then he just went back to leaning on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Rob, I got to ask you, what do you know about battling robots? Well, battling robots, uh, I, I have to say, uh, I haven't done that in quite some time. But mm-hmm. it was one of my uh, great triumphs for sure. It was something you prided yourself on for a long time, and it was quite the talk of the town for. I was unaware that uh, many years that there was this level of robot fighting skill in the room. It, it was a trilogy, actually. Oh, no, you, yeah. you don't know this? I don't know this. You really have never heard this? No. All right, well, Rob. You want to tell the the whole robot thing? Okay, so let's bring me back. Way yeah. back when, uh, set the scene, baby. We worked at a. Uh, a bar on Caroline Street, and next door was a, another bar, and I was just chilling out there. All the bouncers knew me. We're all friends. And this guy dressed as a robot, like head to toe, can't even see his face. He's all silver. He has this little roll-out linoleum mat, and he starts dancing. He's got a bucket, right? And uh, he's pissing off the bouncers and everyone because he's demanding money and he's not doing any... Uh, Spins or anything, right? He's got a sign that's like, you pay me enough, I'll do spins. <laughs> so he's pissing off the customers, and then he's flipping them off, and he's become a real asshole. So the bouncers, uh, one of them goes over and he's like, hey, Rob, you should get on that mat and show him up. And I was like, no, I don't do that, man. He's like, you know, Rob, he's got to go. We can make him leave, or you can make him leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh, shit, man. It's like, yeah, 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 it's on. That got heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I walk in over, and I I took some money. I think it was like 10, 
20 bucks. I forgot how much it was, but I, I walk over to the robot, look at him straight in the, well, I can't say eyes because he had like goggle things on or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I tossed the money in the bucket and I said, Hey robot, this is for my time on your mat. And then I just start spinning. <laughs> That's it. So I'm b-boying and everything. And uh, then I jump up to my feet and I said, yo, you, you got anything right? Uh, you got anything you got to do right now, man. And it's like, you got to do it right now. He just keeps on popping lock and doing the robot. You know, it's like, oh, that's weak, man. One trick pony. I remember yeah. you, you were dancing for a while before it was apparent that he couldn't do anything. <laughs> and I don't remember, like, I, I just remember, I like, I, I don't remember which time you battled the robot that this memory is from, but I believe it's the first one. I remember, like, no, walking out of the bar. Time. One of the times I remember looking out the door, and there you are. In front of like the bar across the street, like down the street a little bit. And it looks like you're about to get into like a fight. And you know, so I'm, I'm aware. And then you're just like, you start moving. And at first, I just think like you're just kind of showing this dude. I don't realize you're battling a bot. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just think you're out there fucking dancing. You know what I mean? And then. It starts to look like the the robot's not having a good time here. <laughs> and it becomes apparent. Because, like, there's a crowd of people, like... Yeah. And, you know, when you go back in the memory, you probably build it up, and maybe it's bigger or lesser than what it was. But mm -hmm. I do recall it. It was like everybody knew that this was going on. It was like... You it, know how Caroline Street We, we is. had a big crowd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, that, uh, that was the third battle, yeah. I remember you going up and doing some stripper moves on the... The stop sign. That's, that's the part that really stands out in my mind. That is true. I'm good on the pole. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, people talked about that robot battle for a while. How did it go from the first battle to the second battle? Okay, so the second battle, see, the first battle was on a Friday. One of the one of the times he picked up and grabbed his mat and went and left, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was the first battle. So he he's so embarrassed, he picked up his mat, rolled it up, and he leaves. So then uh, <laughs> the second battle, see, this is on a Saturday now because the first one happened on Friday. So now I'm working a shift over at the bar, and I'm I'm doing the door, and he's he has a smaller mat now. He cut it down so that I can't dance on it, you know. And he set himself up right in front of me. I'm like, God damn it. You know? So I mean I, I gotta check IDs. That's pretty clever. Yeah. But I, he I got, is a robot, so he's yeah, got that yeah. intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he probably looked at the grid and and decided to calculate how much space that I wouldn't be able to dance on. <laughs> There's only room on this mat for one guy to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to bust a move. But um so he sets up in front of me and I can't really make him go away because he's on the sidewalk, you know, and I'm I'm working, I'm doing security. And everyone's like, come on, man, show him up. It's like, I'm working, I'm working. You know, this is going on for a little bit. So the bartender, Johnny, he takes an ice cube, throws it at me. He says, yo, Rob, put that flashlight down and serve his ass. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we can talk. You know, so, so I go out and, and I, I, I say, hey, hey, robot, looks like you cut the mat down. I said, I guess that means... I'm going to have to dance, and then I just fall and go into what's called a freeze yep. onto the asphalt, and then I start dancing anyways, which sucks, by the way. Break dancing on the asphalt sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. That's okay. why you always see them with cardboard or something else exactly, underneath. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. I've been a mean break dancer because I have an unlimited supply of pizza boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you just let me know. Anybody want to get sponsored? <laughs> 
So um, there's this one guy who was a, a cop and he was off duty and he's watching this and uh, the robot gets mad and he breaks out of character because he, he didn't talk before. So then he says, you think you're so good? I'll come back. I'll, I'll put on my knee pads and I'll show you I can spin. <laughs> and, and before I could say anything, because you, you can kind of guess what I'm going to say, this guy who's a off-duty cop, he says, well, you, it's like, you need knee pads so you get on your knees and suck his cock or something? You know, it's like, he's like, yeah, fuck you. And then the guy leaves, okay? So robot leaves, okay? And he says, I'll be back next week. I'll show you. Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, one of the other guys who worked on the street, uh, he, he worked at an appliance store. So the thing is, he got me a refrigerator box, okay? And we put it downstairs uh, in the basement of the bar. Uh, so... Uh, Travis, the owner, he's like annoyed that I have this. I said, well, I, I got to keep it there because if he comes back and it's like, I'm going like to serve the, his ass. I like the planning involved here. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Now I was, it's I like, was just, I was just kind of sitting here in awe that I'm like, all right, I'll be back next week. Don't you worry, motherfucker. I'll be ready for you. Somewhere along the line, there's a thought. All right. <laughs> all right, robot man. Yep. yep. <laughs> Prepare to get your circuits yeah. fried, asshole. Yeah. Yep. So the next weekend... Friday, Saturday passes and no robot. So then Travis says, I need to get rid of this refrigerator box. So I got rid of it. I'm a little upset now. Okay. Because I wanted to battle the robot again. So I'm at the bar. I'm just hanging out. This happens to be a Friday now. I remember that. And I remember saying to uh, um, the bartender, Izzy, like, man, I really wish the robot came back. I wanted to battle him one last time. And then the the guy who was uh, doing the door, Jeremy, he yells, Yo, Rob, the robot's back. <laughs> so I jump out of my seat, like I pound my drink, and then a bunch of us, we run outside, and, and a bunch of people in the bar don't know what's going on. They're like, oh, shit, they're going to rumble or something? Because it looks like we're going to fight someone, right? So we run outside, and this is where the story gets really, really weird. So I don't know if you remember this. This is like, where it gets weird. Because the story's not weird already. Oh, no, no. It gets, it gets really weird. I think the story got weird when you brought a refrigerator box. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you remember the robot had two people with him? He had a little entourage. I don't really remember that. Okay, so he had two people, uh, a guy and a girl, and they were cyborgs. So they weren't full robots. They were just part human. Yeah. Okay. And they're handing out Christian literature. What? Like I said, it gets really weird, right? <laughs> that is weird. Okay. So they're handing out Christian literature. Um, one of our guys, he goes across and he gets this little pamphlet. It's, it's I forgot what they're called, but this little pamphlet, it's like uh, Christian literature. It's got a big cross on everything. Um, oh, the message. That's what it said. It said the message. And mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck is this? And we, we looked through it. It's like, oh, shit, man. He's like one of those crazy Christians, isn't he? <laughs> and I'm like, the robot's a Christian. Hmm. It's like, honestly, I figured robot would be like an atheist. Yeah. (laughs) Usually pretty logic based. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right. (laughs) So robots across the street, he he does this one gesture where he's popping a lock in Does robot puts his hand up and then it becomes like a middle finger. And then he motions me on over. So that's when we went across the street. I kind of recall this. Yeah. We go across the street and it's like, okay, battles on, right? So we just this whole call and response battle and everything. And it's just sort of like, oh, man, this guy's just no good. I'm just beating him. You know. So then I decided, let's just be funny. So that uh, he, he he reached into his duffel bag and he put on an Adidas track jacket and a hat. Now, I can't do a call and response to that because I don't have a track jacket or a hat with me. Right. Sure. So I just took my shirt off instead. <laughs> and then 
I grabbed my buddy's hat, put it on my head, and turned it backwards. And then that's when I hopped on to the stop sign and started dancing around it like a stripper pole. <laughs> because it's like, you're, you're weak, dude. That's it. <laughs> Oh man! But do you remember what uh, what the uh, the result of the battle was? No, no. He couldn't dance on the street anymore. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, you he were dancing banished. for turf. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that's like racing, like racing for pinks. How <laughs> great is it? How great is it that you had an old school breakdance turf war? Yeah, right. <clears throat> that legit. Yeah. Interesting fact number one. <laughs> <laughs> Start the book there. Yep, chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's legit. So the, these days, I, I I can't do any b boying unless I've stretched for like a good hour or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it just hurts now. Yeah, yeah. I have to do that before I brush my teeth. <laughs> you, remember, you remember what your favorite yoga? One of your favorite yoga poses is? It's a, a crying baby. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. That's when it, you, you go like, tree to downward dog into crying baby. Yeah. That's all you need right there. That's Jake's routine. Yep. <laughs> That's what he's riding to until 2023. Yeah. I'll get there though. Don't worry. It's doing wonders for me. <laughs> What's your um, uh, last vacation you took? Last, last trip. Last trip I was in Thailand. I. You know, I actually have not been to the far north of the country. Mm. I've only been to Bangkok and South. So you haven't heard the nickname that I have. That I have not. It's in North. It's in North Thailand. I, I've not. We no. can only tell you off the air. That's not appropriate for anyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. It's worse than cock chaser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. I dare you. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. All right. So yeah, keep going, bro. So. Um, I went there, and I guess I have a history of battling now. Uh, so I, I went there because I wanted to fight in a nunchuck tournament. Nice. And uh, the, I remember you training for that. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, I didn't care if I won. I just wanted to beat the shit out of everyone because the last tournament I was in, I kind of got robbed because I I was beating everyone. Where was the last tournament? It was also in Bangkok. Yeah. So nun so nunchuck. Am I saying that right? Nunchuck? Well, it's nunchaku, but yeah. yeah. What is it? Nunchaku. Nunchaku. Yeah, but nunchuck is fine. Yeah. Yeah. None, right? Like, yeah, like anyone? a nun. Yep. All right. Like none your business? <laughs> Think like a, a nun and Chuck Norris. Nunchuck. Yeah. Nunchuck. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. <clears throat> so nunchuck tournaments are something like you you do regularly? Um, I don't know why I'd say regular because uh, you don't find too many of them. Okay, so go back. Hold on, I was just going to ask you, how many nunchuck tournaments have you been in, Ross? Me? Yeah. Oh, I've chucked uh, maybe four or five nuns in my name. I mean, how many nuns could a a nunchucker chuck if a nunchuck could chuck nuns? I mean... You have no answer to that? I I don't. (laughs) It's bullshit. No, you you baffled me with your bullshit. Yeah, I can't take you anymore. All right, go on, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) So... The, the same tournament. Too last, early for you. <laughs> so the same tournament uh, pre-pandemic I, I fought in. And these guys didn't want me to win. They didn't want a foreigner to win. Right? So I was kicking the crap out of everyone. Like we we, we were uh, fighting for like a, uh, you, you get a point for every like good hit. So what they did was 
Um, you have padding and then you wear a white shirt and there's chalk at the end of the nunchucks. So one guy's red, one is blue. So if you have a little mark, it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. If it's a big mark, they count those. So the lowest score I had was 21 hits and the other guy had two. Oh, shit. So I was like killing everyone, yeah. you know? So they're like, oh, this guy's going to win. We don't want him to win. So they decided, let's just keep on hitting him in the balls. Oh, <laughs> So they kept yeah. on trying to hit me in the balls because they didn't want me to win, you know? So... Uh, this one guy, he 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 was trying to hit me uh, in the balls twice, and I blocked it both times or or whatever. And then the third time, I lifted my leg, and he hit me in the ankle. Mm. So nothing broke, but it was bruised pretty bad. So I couldn't fight in the finals because I couldn't stand well enough. Oh, shit. So I totally got robbed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is, uh, like, this guy doesn't speak English. He doesn't understand me, but he understood me. I basically said, if I see you again, I'm going to kick the shit out of you, okay? I saw him, like, later that night when I was uh, eating a, uh, at a restaurant. I saw him across the street. I was like, motherfucker. You know, so <laughs> the thing is, I paid my bill, and I start going towards him, and, and I started yelling. I said, oh, shit, I should wait until I got closer because I can't run. Yep. <laughs> so, so then he saw me. He's like, oh, shit. And he just, like, ran off, you know? I was like, motherfucker. So... My goal was basically, if if they try to hit you in the balls, they lose two points. Okay, if you hit someone in solid hit, you get one point. The way I'm fighting, I can lose points. Mm-hmm. They can't. So I was just thinking, if I see these motherfuckers, I'm gonna hit them in the fucking balls. I don't yeah. fucking care because I can hit them so many times, I could lose two points. Who cares? And I'm actually gonna hit them in the balls because I'm that accurate. So yeah. I was like. Motherfucker's going down. That's it. I just wanted to go there for revenge. (laughs) Did you get it? No. Tournament got canceled. Oh, shit. Mm. So Thailand was kind of like in a lockdown situation because there was a, I don't want to really say a terrorist attack. They're using it as an excuse. The cops are basically saying, oh, there's this explosion in some other part of the country, so we're going to lock everything down. If you want to do big gatherings, you got to pay overtime to the cops and everything. Sounds like a shakedown to me. It was a total yeah. shakedown, yeah. Oh, so yeah. The tournament, they they, they approached him that day. They couldn't pay immediately, so it got canceled. And uh, I don't get to Thailand that often, so it's like the next time they're going to have it, postpone, I mean. Yeah. So when they're going to have it, it's like, yeah, I'm already gone. <laughs> it's like, how okay. Did, how, did you get, how did you get into, like, how did you start your first nunchuck tournament to begin with? Yeah. Like what made how'd you get in? Like what made you do that tournament and how'd you Um I just wanted to be Bruce Lee as a kid. That's it. Right. I thought Bruce Lee was the shit. And then uh I remember seeing this Kung Fu movie, it was called Heroes of East. And this guy, he had to fight like ten different dudes and he had to use ten different weapons to fight each one. It was it was not like they were trying to kill each other, it was like an honor thing. Mm-hmm. Was it Heroes of the East? Heroes of the East, yeah. Heroes of the East. So uh, Gordon and Lou, who uh, who was one of the crazy eighty eight from uh, uh, from uh, Kill Bill, um, he, he was like the main crazy eighty eight. He mm-hmm. also played uh, uh, Master Pai Mei in uh, in uh, Kill Bill. Anyhow, uh, he had to fight all these guys, so he had to fight this guy with nunchucks. And I was just like, that dude's fucking awesome, right? Kind of funny, like looking back now, I was like, holy shit, I'm a lot better than that guy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but at the time, I was a kid, I was like, man, that dude's fucking awesome with nunchucks and everything, <coughs> you know? And then I love the Mutant Ninja Turtles, so, oh, yeah. you know, all that combined, yeah, nunchucks. So how'd you do your, how'd you do your first tournament? 
Oh, I was a kid at some point. I forgot how old I was, but you know, it was just like general martial arts tournaments. And then um, I got into the nunchuck one, and uh, it, that was kind of too easy, to be honest, because uh, the way they do the scoring, uh, you have somebody who's trying to follow how fast you're. I mean, you're, you're fighting with a really fast weapon, and they're trying to count all your hits. And basically, the refs and everything were like, "I can't count this kid." Yeah, he's one. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. he won. <laughs> yeah. That's how, uh, how quick are you with a nunchuck, Jake? I don't know. <laughs> if I had hair, I hair tossed you right yeah. there. <laughs> it was deliberate. I don't know. I've never actually had a, uh, like a legit, uh, what would you call it? A set or a pair? I guess a pair. A pair. It's like a pair of pants. Yeah. 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 A nunchucks in my hand before. I heard you don't have a pair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, we did talk about my balls not too long ago. Yes, so. we did. I, <laughs> I I have a pair in my bag on the car. If you want to touch them later, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Jake's balls. <laughs> <laughs> you do always have the most random stuff in your trunk, kid. Yeah, I do. Robbie's the one guy in the world. If you need a set of nunchucks, uh, a harmonica, and an eye patch. Yep. That's all that. Yep, there or it is. a car jumper. A car jumper. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know, this is hearing about how prepared Rob is really makes me realize, uh, like, as a friend, how unprepared you are. I have Q-tips in my backpack. Oh, never mind. I take it all back. All right, good. I totally apologize. <laughs> Legit. I do not have any Q-tips. Well, let's see. So what did you do while you were over in Thailand then, if the if the tournament was canceled? So that was canceled. So I stayed at a hotel, which was a Muay Thai kickboxing training hotel. So every morning I was training in uh, kickboxing, you know, and I also did a lot of other stuff. Uh, did a lot of swimming in the ocean, but this is really, really cool. I, I went to this airstrip. Okay. And this is the type of place. There's a cantina at this airstrip and you kind of expect someone to show up and it's like, I need someone to take me to Skull Island. No questions. <laughs> like, here's $500,000, you know? It's like, you kind of expect someone to show up and do that, right? Because yeah. this yep. is kind of a really sketchy place. Like, there's like a helicopter parked in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, there was. Yeah. So they, they had all these small aircrafts and everything. And uh, so I, I go there so I can go paraglide, well, paramotoring. So I can paraglide solo, but the thing is paramotoring is different because um, you have an engine, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how to do it, so I got to do a tandem. That's one of those paraglider or the the big wing things, that, and it's got like the big jet boat motor uh, on the back. No, or? it's just a parachute with the jet boat. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Um, anyhow, uh, I go uh, I go paramotoring, and uh, this is uh, this is really funny. Um, some other people were going, and I think I got the really crazy pilot. Okay. <laughs> so like this guy, this guy had like these like uh, full mirrored like uh, sunglasses on that you expect from a sci-fi movie and everything. Yep. And the the guy was just like, "You ever do this before?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then he's just like, "Okay." <laughs> so we went higher, faster, and we were like all over the place compared to the other guys because I saw other people paramotoring. It's like we're a lot higher than them. We're a lot faster than them. We're doing a lot more moves than them. And I was just like, "This guy's crazy." I'm like. Fucking hey, this is awesome. You know, it's like I got the cool pilot, right? So yeah, he's taking us around and um I mean I, I got the videos on my socials and everything, but uh you, you can see like how fast and how hard we landed. And, and this this guy is just 
yeah, this dude is wild, man. Yeah. Is this when you went over the volcano? No, that was in Iceland. I thought that was Iceland. Yeah. So, uh, so we land, and um, it was really funny. They, they have some other people at the, air, the airstrip. Um, some people are there to learn. Some people are teaching, whatever. So there's these uh, two young ladies that are there. Um, one is a pilot. The other one is also a pilot, and they're trained to get certified for different types of aircraft. So I, I hit off with this one girl, and then I just basically spent the week with her. It's like, that's it. It's like, oh, I guess she's uh, my Thailand girlfriend for now. You know, it's that's but, but every day we were, we were just hanging out. <laughs> Did your Thailand girlfriend quite, cost you any money or? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> so uh, th- th- you this... did say the bar was a little seedy, Rob. I mean, <laughs> she sucky, sucky, love you long time. <laughs> <laughs> was that inappropriate? I don't think it was. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm old. That's how, that's how, well, that's how all the movies were in my day. So, I to tell you. So, so the rest of the week, basically, swimming, eating good food, Muay Thai training, and we'd go back to the airstrip um, and uh, went skydiving with them. Um, and I also... Uh, Flew around in in some planes with them and everything. It's like everyone there just kind of really liked me because they're like, "This guy's a little crazy." That's <laughs> you know? awesome. It's like that's it. They they just they thought this guy's a little wild. He's kind of like us. The uh, the time you were with the volcano, yeah. Were you motor paragliding? What is that called? Motor paramotoring. Paramotoring. Uh, that one, no, that was actually paragliding. So what they did was uh, this one stretch. There's not a lot of cars and not a lot of people around, so. We had the parachute, and we were being dragged um, from the back of this vehicle, and then they were basically extending this cable. And then when we got to a certain height, they released us. So when we got to the volcano, it's it's not spewing out lava, but there's a lot of hot like air coming out of it. So mm-hmm. we caught the volcano, and it lofted us even higher because you know warm air rises and everything. Yeah. So it's like I was actually shit, I was actually man. wondering about the like about the physics of that because I'm like I heard about you going over the volcano. Yeah. And it, the first thing I thought in my head was I wonder if that like if they went up like really high and it got really scary or not. I I would say we went up high. It wasn't scary for me. Gotcha. Uh, but um, it was incredibly exciting. And a lot of times when you go paragliding, you you might be up for like 20, 30 minutes or something, right? We were up for like 55 minutes. Nice. It was like, yeah, we got lofted so high. We were doing circles around this volcano so we could stay up higher. I was like, damn, this is fucking awesome. You know? At any point, does the thought cross your mind? Yo, it'd be fucking crazy if I just happened to go down and I landed in this volcano and die. And then people have to be like, oh, do you hear what happened to Rob? He fell in a volcano and died. Like, that's crazy. Just like that thought would be in my head as I was going over the volcano. Does that not cross your mind? You, you know what? I, 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 one of the things I think of is this is like I've actually died before. My heart stopped on the table and everything. So I'm not afraid of like the act of dying. Um, and because of that, there's really not much that I'm afraid of for myself. Like I, I'd be afraid. You might get hit by a car. I'd I'd be afraid for my friends, but I'm not afraid for my own self anymore. Right. But yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of figured this. It's like we're all gonna die at some point, and if everyone's like, "Oh shit," our buddy 
our buddy Frank, he, he, he died because uh, he got a real bad cold and an infection and everything. That really sucks, right? Whenever your friends die, it sucks. But if you're like, oh, shit, my buddy Rob, he fell into a volcano. <laughs> and it'd be kind of like, yeah. holy shit, that's a crazy story. And yeah. it's like, it kind of sounds like Rob. Yeah. You know, so I, I kind of think of it like that. It's like, I, I'm not trying to kill myself, but if at any point something like that happened, I'd rather die in a very interesting way than in some boring way. Yeah. Falling in a volcano is definitely one of the most Rob ways I can think to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty legit. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Yo, the first time you're on your, your fucking paragliding or whatever, and they're towing you behind that vehicle and the cable extends and you start to kind of lift up a little bit in the air and then the wind takes under it, you know, just like, just like being on a plane when it first lifts up and the ass end kind of falls into the air. First time you leave and you're attached to that cord and you're on like essentially a kite. What is the, what is the feeling? What's the thought? What's everything? Well, the first thing that, um, let, let me tell you before it starts, um, I always do certain things and I always piss and shit because mm -hmm. I, I don't think I'm going to be so scared that I'm going to shit myself, <laughs> but I keep on thinking, I don't want that to be a possibility. If yeah. there's even okay. like a fraction of a possibility, it? you go get rid of all that. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you might, even if you think the thought, then you, yeah. you better because yeah. now you're going to think it again. I'll do that before I go out like all day in like a big bass tournament or something. Like if I know I'm going fishing <laughs> for like eight hours out in the water, then you know what I mean? Yeah. Then even if I don't have to shit, you're trying to shit. Because yeah. if you think, ah, I should have, yeah, I should have tried to take a shit at Stewart's. <laughs> then you're on the boat and that's all you're like, oh, shit, I got six hours left. <laughs> six hours. Yep. Don't tell me you don't know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. What am I talking about? That's why I drink a half a bottle of Imodium before I go out fishing every day. <laughs> <laughs> Been a lot of Imodium talk with you lately. Well. I, I like to be prepared, you know? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Trust me, later that night, I pay for it. But. <laughs> <laughs> what does it do later that night? Oh, it's just uh, like a two-by-four with arms trying to rip its way out of you. <laughs> like, a, what, like a big solid crap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, ever, oh, you ever thrown like a boot into a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> so what does it do? Bind you up? Yeah, it just it binds you up. I'm not, I'm not privy to your world. Well, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> boot in the toilet. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you ever now, try that, Rob? <laughs> a boot in a toilet? Uh, yeah, it's probably happened. You know. Uh, I mean, look at the places I go to and the strange foods I eat. So sometimes, yeah, yeah you, you got to use emodium, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, 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 but getting back to like taking a crap and taking a piss ahead of time. Yeah. Because the, one of the places you really feel it when you, you loft up into the air really fast, you feel it down in your guts and everything. So it's like, yeah, I can understand why somebody would shit themselves. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like, I'm not so much afraid, but it's like, it's kind of pushing on my abdomen and telling me I should shit myself. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I like to think I'd hold my piss though, just it's, so I could be up that high and like whiz in the volcano. I got a question: yeah. <laughs> Is it is it as equally impressive? I mean, obviously it's different, but it, on an impressive level, is it just as interesting as if you got to tell the story? Oh, did you hear Rob died falling in a volcano? Is it just as interesting? To be like, oh, did you hear what happened to Rob? 
he shit his pants by paragliding <laughs> over a volcano. I feel like both of them are pretty. Yeah. It's hot juice. It is. It's juicy for sure. You know what I mean? well, with modium, it won't be hot juice, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's so much more interesting than like shit your pants, you know, because you didn't get to the Walmart bathroom yeah. in time. Well, see, with that much emodium in that, or emodium in you, you could basically just kind of shake it out the bottom of your pant leg. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fucking disturbing. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's like a baseball. What's that thing trailing behind <laughs> that paragon? It looks like some kind of extension balance rod. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, I've been uh, uh, training to fly a helicopter. Yeah, 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 sure you are, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you are. The first time I, <laughs> yeah. I just recently started counting the slices of pepperoni I put on a pizza <laughs> because after like going on 27 years in the business, there's nothing to look forward to anymore. <laughs> now I just try to guesstimate and then see if my number's correct. Um, so, but no, flying a helicopter—that's kind of the same. Yeah, so my my <coughs> my instructor is a guy named Diego, and uh, Diego he uh, <laughs> he. Uh, it's got to be Diego. It couldn't be like Bill. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Well, well, there's another Bill that's an instructor there, actually. But, yeah, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but, but Diego is the better instructor. Oh. Yeah, he gets the better reviews. So <laughs> yeah, I, he does. Idea, yeah. Um, so Diego takes me out for the first time in a helicopter uh, to fly, right? That's romantic. And, and we got the uh, doors off the helicopter, okay? And uh, we're flying around, <laughs> do some like hard turns and everything. It's like a sky jeep. Yeah, basically. And, yep. and uh, the reason why he he likes to do that is because he wants to see if I'm going to freak out. And I'm like totally chill and everything. And and at one point we're we're just uh, coasting, and he says, uh, "So you're not afraid with the doors off when we we have to take turns?" I'm like, "No, nah, <laughs> hey, I I, I hang glide and paraglide, dude." He's just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> so after that, he's just like, okay, I like this guy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of people, a lot of people freak out over it, you know, and I didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, Jake settles down here. Uh, now's a perfect time to throw it to a, to a sponsor or something. Yeah, let's toss it over. Hey guys, it's the steak coming at you. What do you got going on on Wednesdays? Halfway through your week? Maybe you want to treat yourself a little? Head on over to Giovanni's in South Glens Falls. They got a deal going on right now. Two dozen wings for 20 bucks. Give them a call at 518-743-9999 and tell them the sauce sent you. <laughs> We're back. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about Diego. Okay, so uh, if you're wondering what Diego looks like, he's probably like five three, five four, mm. kind of skinny. Um, not a big man. Not a big man. Yeah, he's a he's a good instructor, but you know what? You don't want too much weight on a helicopter, anyways. Right. You know, so it's good that he doesn't weigh too much. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I love you, Robbie. One time, uh, <laughs> so we, we got to tell Rob. I think I, I told Rob the other day. I spoke to Rob not that long ago on the phone. I was telling him how in the past, uh, you know, like when I first met Rob, <clears throat> I used to think Rob just told a lot of stories, you know. He was always a nice guy. I always liked him. I thought, I just thought he just made up a lot of stories, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which some people do, you know. 
And so that didn't bother me, but that's just what I thought, you know? <laughs> Sounds terrible, but... And then, you know, as time goes on, you start realizing they're not stories. Like one time, he was, you know, like he'll be at your house and he'll be like, oh, you know... Like one time he was like, hey, come out to the car. I got something in my trunk for you. And I go... Well, never mind. I just had a whole bunch of jokes to go to for that. But anyway, <laughs> so you go out there and um, I know where this is going, by the way. And it's like booze or whatever, you yeah. know. But when he get to get to the booze, he's got to like move stuff in the trunk. You right, know, he's got to get to this booze, and uh, and then he gets to it and he gives you. In, in the process, he might move some picks at pickaxes. Yeah, and he go. I go. Oh, what are those? And he goes. Oh, these are my pickaxes. <laughs> Therefore, I'm gonna climb a glacier on Wednesday or something. <laughs> <laughs> tell you a story and you go you know you go along with it and you get your bottle of booze and you go in the house and you're hanging out and you're having a good time and then like it's like now wednesday comes and it might be like time for him to go yeah and he hasn't gone and he'll go oh yeah no i decided i was gonna hang out with you for another day I moved my trip up plus something with the weather move my trip up to whatever and you think yeah all right this is a story you know <laughs> <laughs> and then you think then you think did he go through the trouble to like buy the pickaxes some he must have borrowed them well, I, I don't think he borrowed them for a story how did he get the pickaxes right it seems like it, it seems like a lot of setup for, for just I know. a story and it's all it's all fun and games until then he leaves and you know you give him a hug all right see you buddy i love you blah 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 and then a couple of days goes by, and there's a picture of him like hanging off a glacier. <laughs> yeah, you, go. you go, yep, okay, yep. He's the most interesting guy. No, these are all real stories. Yep. Now that we live in a day and age of, uh, you know, videos and all that oh, yeah. shit, and it's so easy to take videos. Yeah, there he is, flying over a volcano. I can see it with my own eyes. All yeah. right. Oh, there he is. There's a there's a great white shark. Yep. Okay, I see him. All How right. did Robbie get hold of a moon rover? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I man. just looked for Buzz Aldrin and kicked his fucking ass. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. I love it. That was a really long winded story. Hey, but it makes yeah. Uh, I, it makes I, sense though. I have a funny story where someone didn't believe me on something and absolutely regretted they didn't believe me. Um, I I was. Uh, I was going to, um, I was in Milan, okay, in Italy. Right? <laughs> and, uh, okay, <laughs> so I was in Milano. <laughs> Milano I, I, I do love yeah. Milan in the spring. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, yes. so I was going to do some work at this uh, vineyard, okay, and I'm, I'm taking a few days for myself, chill out and everything, right? And I'm staying at a, a youth hostel, so it's not in luxury or anything right. like that, right? Because, uh, again, like, for myself, I don't need to travel in luxury. Right. Uh, I, it kind of takes away from the experience, yeah. I feel. So I'm staying at this hostel, and uh, there's this woman who uh, was from, like, uh, the U.K. and everything. And there's all these people from all over the world. We've been chilling for a few days and partying and everything and going to bars, dancing and everything. So she thought I was full of shit that, you know, I was working at a vineyard, you know. So I invited everyone. It's like, hey, if you guys like to go to the vineyard... It'd be cool. I mean, I'll have a place for you to stay. You can try some great wine and everything. Didn't believe me. She's like, ah, that guy's full of shit, right? One person actually believed me. Now we're really good friends. Her name is Paige. She's from Canada. So, like, a couple days later, she comes to the vineyard, meets up with me. I pick her up, and what happens? She has this amazing time. She spends, like, three days at the vineyard with me, sees how we make wine, 
had this amazing time. She went home with tons of bottles of wine and everything. Mm -hmm. And then she calls this girl like afterwards, like, he was not bullshitting you. Oh my God. It's like, I got so much amazing wine. We're at this vineyard. I learned everything. Yep. I slept in a down stuffed uh, mattress out on a palazzo somewhere. I don't even know if that's a real thing. <laughs> Probably is. All right. but, but, but yeah, I thought it was, it was really funny because this woman was just, ah, that guy's full, full of shit and everything. And absolutely regret it because, Great time at the vineyard, you know. Next time in my, I'm in Milan, I'm going to see if you're there and we can go to that I can, I can hook something up if you want. Right. <laughs> what was the What was the most interesting place that you went? Well, no, 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 that's, that's too, that's too that's broad. Kinda, that's kind of open-ended. Let me rephrase that. Let me break that down. Let me separate that up a little bit. Yep. What was the most peaceful place you went? Where you went there and it was just, just everything about it was, as many things about it were just peaceful. You just felt at peace. Everything was good. You know, people are going to be surprised. Colombia. Hmm. Certain, certain place in Colombia I went to. I can see that. There's a lot of rainforest. Uh, well, this, this one is not like jungle, like a jungle hot rainforest. Mm-hmm. Not, um, you have mountains and everything, so you have cold weather in certain parts of Colombia. Hmm. So I, I went to this place north of uh, Bogota, and it's called Suezca. Um, and it was cool because back in the early 80s, they were trying to build all these railroads, and, uh, you know, there's rebel fighting, and then they had to fight, you know, the cartels and everything, and they just kind of dropped it, so this train track wasn't finished. So a lot of people, what they did was they, they took these cars, and they fitted it onto the train tracks, and they would just go up and down these tracks and everything to this one <laughs> mountain area and they were just taking tourists there and people would camp and go climbing at this uh this like cliff face and everything so i got taken out to this uh place in a vw um bus that's fitted onto the train tracks right <laughs> it's reason, really cool <laughs> for some reason i thought you were gonna say bug yeah. <laughs> I, pictured, like, I pictured this little folks vw minibus that's what I mean. nice. so they, they take us out and i, I camp right I woke up and, uh, you know, I see the sunrise coming over this cliff face. And then I'm like, shit, man, I'm going to be climbing that. <laughs> so it was just like that, that, that calm. I was there for like uh, two days. And each morning I was just eating breakfast, watching the sunrise over the mountains and realizing that I'm going to be on top of there, right, right where the sun is hitting the top of that mountain today. That's awesome. That's gnarly. One the other day, I looked at. I went into work and I saw a slip, and it said that there was six twenty four cuts for three thirty on Sunday <laughs> for pickup, and I thought, shit, I'm gonna be making those. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same feeling? It, it's probably. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What was the most? Uh, what was the most? Not necessarily dangerous or anything like that, but what what place did you go into? Where you at that you felt the most uncomfortable? Like just not uncomfortable, just like mm, it wasn't for you, not the place for you. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah it does. Um, so uh, you know, I was in Panama uh, not long ago, and I, I wasn't treated well. No. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of racism towards me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, um, like, 
they just kind of assumed I'm Chinese. Mm-hmm. Like, and China's like trying to take over a lot of things. You know, we're talking like geopolitics now. Yeah. And, and uh, they don't want China coming in, taking over everything. So they just kind of treat me like shit. Oh, dude. Yeah. Hmm. I had a good time at for certain things in Panama, but I I got a lot of crap in Panama. No so, shit. Yeah. That's not something I think of when I think Panama. No, I usually and, think of like David Lee Roth. And yeah, Manhattan. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Panama. Yeah. Hookers and such. <laughs> I mean, I, I did have a good time in <laughs> Panama too, but, but like I said, uh, just walking on the street, man, it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was not a good experience. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Is there any place you, you ever thought, <clears throat> actually kind of two-parted, do you, did, have you ever been going somewhere and then thought, man, this is going to be fucking rad, and then it just ended up being nothing like what you thought it would be? I get you. Like, if you went and saw a movie, you yeah. think it's going to be kick-ass, and it's not bad, but it's just not what you thought you were going to watch. Uh, you, you know what? I, I went to this one place <laughs> in the Caribbean, and um, I, I, I guess... At the time, I hadn't done a lot of traveling yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I did some traveling, but not what I've done now. So I went to a place called Turks and Caicos. And uh, I thought it'd be more exciting, but it was just like people lounge around the beach. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah. I, I, I don't lounge. You're not a lounge on the beach yeah. sort of guy. Yeah. And, I think and, we've established that. Uh, some water sports and everything, but it's nothing that interesting. Like, ah, I'd ride around jet ski. It's like, ah, that's cool, but it's like over after a little while and it's like what am i doing now you know, yeah like, yeah like you're looking around i want to go climb that mountain yeah i'm, I'm a, i want to do exciting things and uh i couldn't find a lot of it there remember when you said about climbing a mountain and then you said nah you just gotta go to that park next <laughs> to the mountain and just <laughs> take a walk to that park yeah that's that's what i would do that's shooting time. all the way back to episode <clears throat> yeah that episode Wait. sucked <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Way back in the day. I I will tell you my favorite country to visit, though, is Iceland. What about Iceland? Where Um, in Iceland? Well, I mean, everyone flies into Reykjavik. Well, of course. capital. Clearly. Yeah. Yep. But uh, the the whole country is just, uh, if you're into adventures, the whole country is just one giant adventure. Okay. How are the people? Are they friendly there? Incredibly friendly. Excellent. Yeah, everyone's friendly. Uh, if if you're worried about you know foreign language and everything, everyone speaks English. Perfect for yeah. me. <laughs> so, it's a pretty short flight. Um, Wait, a lot of great... is, isn't okay? So Icelandic is not a language. It is a language. Yeah. Oh, how does that go? Uh, well, I don't really speak Icelandic, so <laughs> I, I could say like uh, "tak," which means "thank you" and stuff like that. You know, I, I only know basic shit, mm-hmm. but. Um, uh, in, so, in other words, you do know some some Icelandic, real basic shit. Yeah, that's more than I know. Yeah, uh, talk for everybody. So, thank you very much. Kind of so. so in a court of law, the answer would be yes. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> 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 my case. How many times have you been to uh, to Iceland? Three times. Three times. Yeah. Um, but, what what made you go the first time? You know, I. Okay, so going back to ice climbing, because uh, that time I went up to Canada, and um, I guess Canada was kind of my go-to for a lot of ice climbing, but I found out something about Canada I didn't like, which is at a lot of the like uh, national parks, if you, if you get hurt, okay, and they 
they have to, you know, search for you or medevac you or anything like that. You got to pay for that shit, man. It's like that, that that's really expensive, you know? So I was just like, I am not going to any parks in Canada ever now because yeah, they're going to charge you for that. That's oh, crazy. So um, no, that makes sense though. So I was thinking like, where else can I go where I can do like ice climbing and, you know, it's like, if you've got to buy some insurance, okay, that's, that's one thing. But if, if they're going to not let you get insurance and they're going to make you pay everything out of pocket, well, you know, you, you bust your leg and now somebody's got to drive a Jeep to go get you, they're going to make you pay for all that, you know? So Iceland, they, they encourage people to go outside to do adventurous things. They have um, this rescue force that's like pretty amazing and everything. You can buy adventure insurance and stuff like that. So if if if, uh, <laughs> if something happens, it'll, it'll cover it. But Canada won't let you do that. So I was like, let's try Iceland because Canada sucks. So <laughs> yeah. I just since you said adventure insurance, that's a thing. <clears throat> for some reason, I was like, like I just in my head thought back like a hundred years ago, and somebody or one hundred fifty years ago. And somebody could claim adventurer yeah. as like their profession. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take one thing I'm never going to have to buy for 600. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is adventurer insurance? <laughs> what is adventurer's insurance? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's just freaking too good, man. It's You're a- too good. What do you got over there in your binder? You got. I see you looking down at that your little notebook. Yeah, I was just. Uh, you got your was, lips. You got those lips going again. <laughs> I was thinking about just some funny shit that we've all done in the past. Dick's been doing this thing with his lips as of late. There it is, right there. It's very puckery lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop mm-hmm. making me excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ever since he popped his first pee on these new mics, there it goes. Yep, <laughs> those, li- <laughs> those lips have been out ever since. No, I was thinking back to. Um, I forgot what year it was, but it was a a July 4th, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were over at your house, and we were all playing in your pool. <laughs> oh, man. Robbie, you remember that pool? I definitely remember that pool. It was like three and a day. half feet deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like eight feet wide. The best part is the day I got that pool, I put it up, and, uh, and a little hole popped through the bottom. And so I went under with a piece of some duct tape and I duct tape it and that fucking duct tape held up the whole entire summer. But remember when we would get in there, we we wouldn't walk around that spot. Yeah. There was a spot in the pool we wouldn't walk around. Everybody knew. It was like there was a like a cone over it, an imaginary cone that nobody walked near. It's kind of like a deep end and a shallow end. Yeah, we, we all sat around. We had the bar stools around The, the only reason there was a deep and shallow was because it was on a little bit of a hill. Yeah. And it was all pushing down to one end. Yeah, that was great. Hey, we were all there, though. We were. We were having a great time. And Robbie totally saved me that night, too. Yeah, I Because we this. were all partying. I remember... Like, they were, like, literally half-drunk 40s with no caps on. We figured out that if you put your 40 in the water, you didn't have to put the cap on it, and it would just float around. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Robbie magically showed up with a trunk full of booze, and there was a lot of tequila involved in that booze. Oh, yeah. And fireworks. And, and fireworks. Yeah. yeah. We did some drinking. And we got all bombed, and we were sitting in the pool smoking cigars, drinking. and That whole night just ended. That whole night. 
It was just crazy. Yeah. And I can remember so much of it. And like, I remember I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. I got to go home. So I went and called Jen because she told me, she dropped me off. She's like, I know you guys are going to be boozing it up. So just give me a call when you're ready to go. I'll come pick you up. That's right. I wonder why she didn't want to hang out with us. I think it was a boy's thing. Like we we were all just hanging out like boys and shit. Or yeah. she had to work. I don't remember. Um, maybe she just, I don't know. I think we all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I called her up and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." I'm all fucked up, and then like somebody pops out. It's like literally the second I hang up the phone, somebody goes. Yo, you want to go to the ball field and light off some fireworks? <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. And it was literally like a three-minute drive from my house to your house. Yeah. So, And I just literally hung up the phone and just went, yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we went over to the ball field and lit off fireworks. Yeah. Which was that path just across the street from your house. Yep. And like 35 minutes passed or better. <laughs> And we were, and now we're all like jovially like walking down that path <laughs> back to your house, and we're all high fiving and being stupid. And like <laughs> we walk up front, and Jen's car's out front running, and she looks unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Baby, where have you been?" Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, we went and lit off fireworks." She's like, oh, "You knew I was on my way over." I'm like, "Oh, I'm in trouble." As soon as that happened, I ran over. Yeah, yeah. Robbie comes running up and he's like, hey, Jen, and hugs her. And he's like, yo, you can't really be mad at Jake right now. I mean, I don't even have pants on. <laughs> like, that's when like all of us like looked at each other and looked down and Rob literally had no pants on. He was just wearing his boxer. I mean, I had no shoes either. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like Jen looked and then like just kind of like half laughed and was like, get in the car. We're going. <laughs> oh, man. God bless your girlfriend. I, I was also wet. Yep. I was completely covered in water. Yeah. <laughs> your girl is so lenient. And I feel like she cuts you a lot of slack when you're with me. Mm -hmm. Like probably more than you would normally get. But it's like, uh, hey, but it's, it's, it's like, because I don't know. She like, it's, I don't know how to word it. Mm hmm. Well, she knows mischief's going to happen, but yeah, she knows, like, we're so well-behaved. There's going to be shenanigans, but she knows, like, where we'll be. We got each other you balanced. Know? Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll never get too, too crazy. We're getting out of there. We're getting home. Yep. <laughs> so so I do, I do want to let the audience know something. Um, the reason why it took us, like, 30 minutes to come back from that ball field is imagine a hockey bag full of fireworks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. There's a, I got a picture of you lighting some of those fireworks off earlier in the day from your crotch. Yep. 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 <laughs> I, th I think you guys were kind of wondering how I still had all my fingers and yep. how I was still alive. <laughs> that was a great day. What a crazy night. Yep. And I so, blame the tequila. That's so much I can't talk about. Yep. But you want to. Yeah. I know you do. Nah. We'll save it for another time. Nah. Yeah, we will. Because yeah. I'm going to bring it up at a, at, a, at a later date. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what a good night, though. I can get you to. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you and you. <laughs> get out of here, kid. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a great time. I have to, I have to reflect upon that time right now. Yeah, there's a lot of stories, but you can't tell a lot of stories. I know, like because you can't pinpoint anybody. You know? Right, there's a bunch that I want to, like I want to, I want to ask questions too, but yep. I'm like, nah. But that's good. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. What else you got there in that notebook, Ken? No, not much. Not much at all. <laughs> Why are you guys shitty and grin? Because the other day, and I, was, I wasn't going to bring this up on the Robbie Doe interview, but it would be good to get uh, your insight on this. Uh, here we go. Come on, people. Okay. <laughs> so the other day, I was getting dressed. I'm fresh out of the shower. And I grabbed a pair of boxer briefs, clean ones, slid them on, realized, oh, there's a big rip in this one. And I was like, eh, fuck it. I'll just throw these out. Got a new pair. Went out to the kitchen, like pulled the garbage can out and threw... A pair, clean, mind you, boxer briefs in the garbage. And for some reason, I got the biggest wave of panic about that. Like. <laughs> like did somebody like, think you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my thought. I was like, like, and it was so nonchalant. Like, I'm dressed. Yeah, I got my shoes on. When I, oh, I threw those out. And I threw them in and I looked in and went. Fuck, somebody's gonna think I shit my pants and yeah. I had to throw these away. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so then you take, so then you grab like a bag. Yeah, he's moving garbage from, from underneath on top of them. But then somebody sees it and they go, why did he put the garbage over the top? I threw that Burger King bag out <laughs> yep. this morning. Those undies weren't and there. And they like poke it up a little bit and then they uh, see the corner I, of them sticking out. My boyfriend shit his pants. <laughs> That's what your girl's thinking. <laughs> You, you know, I think we need you gotta, to do You know what you got to do? You just got to drive down the street, throw them out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we should get some Hershey syrup, uh, slather it all over there. <laughs> you can't you can't make it more. I mean, if you're going to go that big, just go shit them. Yeah. <laughs> I say, I like. <laughs> so skip the emodium for the day and then shit them. Yep. Yeah. And then shit them, then throw them away. Yeah. I, and I then like when, the, when I'm getting yelled at. I'm like, Robbie Doe told me to do that. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Uh, we should make this a thing, like a topic. Uh, not a topic. <laughs> Let's talk about shit in your pants all the time. <laughs> you, you, you know what I think you should do is, like, a, if you if you have, like, let's say an, an enemy, for lack of a better word, case, something you don't like, who's a like real a, nemesis. A real nemesis who, who's, like, a different size than you. Like, let's say he's, you know, where's, like, uh, I don't know, medium, you know, boxer brief zone, right? Uh, or get some tidy whities medium tidy whities okay? And, and you should shit into the tidy whities and then just leave them somewhere where everyone's going to be like, does that belong to Jake or does that belong to Fred? Mm -hmm. It's like, that was Fred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think that's like a good little uh, little bit of revenge <laughs> right there. I just shit at whatever I had available, then I would write Jake's name on the name tag. And <laughs> <laughs> a little tag rather. <laughs> the name tag. <laughs> I was literally thinking, what kind of boxers do you buy that have a name tag? <laughs> I just put it. I just write it in. Even the tagless, I have no shame. I drew. I fucking put a dick on your van. You did. I don't give a shit. Although, <laughs> I was part owner of that van. I had every right to to put these all over it. <laughs> just a quarter of it. I just chose it to be your quarter. Was this the van that I had to jump? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Just say I drove through many states with a big dick drawn on my door. That's what you get. Take too long when I'm waiting to leave. Yeah. I'm ready to get to the next town. For you guys to dilly-dally and some stop along the way. You get dicks on the door. Mm -hmm. See? Yeah, see? Yeah, see? I'd put dicks on your door. <laughs> I saw on the book of the face the other day a picture of you dressed up rather dapperly. With what looked like a big metal around your neck. Oh, I saw the same picture. Yeah. Yes. I was curious about what that was. 
Okay, so because that was the day, I think that was the day that we called you <clears throat> to be on the show. And we made some joke, and you're like, well, I will be wearing a tuxedo. And me oh, and Ross were right. like, of course you're going to be wearing a tuxedo. That's right. That, yes. Okay, so uh, I, I went to this black tie event. It's um, like a wine and liquor industry event. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I had the medal is because I thought, I never get a chance to wear this shit, you know. So let's just do it, you know. So, <laughs> anyhow, the medal is from an organization called CAFA, which is a, a wine educational organization out of Bordeaux. So, uh, it's not actually a medal, it's called a tastedin. So, basically, you pour wine into it, it's a shallow little bowl, and you shake it around, and it kind of disrupts the, uh, the wine a little bit so then you can smell it better. Mm -hmm. And it's made out of silver, you know. And, yeah, I mean, you wear, like, a medal. So it's like, yeah, let's wear this shit, man. It's like, I never get a chance to wear this. Let's do it. You know what I'm going to do on Saturday when I'm working at the bar? I'm going to wear my JV wrestling uh, medal. I got a karate medal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my old man's got some of my karate medals in his, in, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you where because yep. that must be his spot. But yep. anyway. <laughs> You know what? If you get a bunch of mails, you should Mr. T it then. Oh, yeah. What, do you want my gold kata? <laughs> no. You want my gold metal kata? No. I want your silver one. Not real gold. <laughs> Who cares? That was the only one in that particular kata tournament. No, just kidding. Uh, I got the bronze. It was just me, but I got the bronze. <laughs> Is that work? Is that right? <laughs> Silver went to a mop bucket. Uh, you know, and gold bad. went to the mop. You know, it's bad when you're the only <laughs> he tripped over on the way to the mat. Bro, I got a participation certificate. <laughs> Come on, okay, I kick ass. But I'm gonna wear that my certificate. There you go. I like it. <laughs> I pulled up like a little metal. You know what I mean? Piece of yarn on it. Mm. Yeah. What the fuck are you looking at my lips for? You want to kiss me? <laughs> I don't have my pop. I don't have my double pop anymore. I used to have two filters. Remember mm -hmm. to keep you away. Yeah, keep those things. In. I'll be in there for a smooch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and the bigger, the more you keep pushing those things out, they're getting a little longer over yeah. time. Yep. You're stretching them out. Eventually, <laughs> you're gonna be like a frog. I'm <laughs> gonna whip out there like a kite and slap yeah, you around yeah. in the face. I'm gonna turn bit. around. I'm gonna face Rob though. <laughs> What am I looking at you for? I see you every day. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Rob? <laughs> Pay no attention to this thing behind me. Yeah. Just the homeless guy in the corner. Yeah. He looks pretty for good. You don't, look, you don't look homeless, though. Not anymore. No. 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 <clears throat> so, Robbie, we had an interesting idea. You know how Ross is good at uh, kind of predicting the future? He'll literally say something and be like, within six months, this is going to happen. And it usually pertains to something like amongst friends or like trend wise. Oh, this is true. I'm afraid what you're going to say now. <clears throat> we, we were having a debate about this. And I think, Ross, I think you said within a year. Okay. Beepers are coming back. Oh, I don't know if it's going to be a year. But no? here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I predicted this with the cassette. Yep. By the way, some of the people I predicted it to have now dabbled in cassettes. Mm-hmm. Who didn't want to do it. <laughs> anyway, cassettes going to make a comeback. It already has now. 
Um, I called that a few years ago because it's gonna be it's gonna be the new vinyl. It's gonna be the new record. It's easy why it's because it's analog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More room for the waves. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's a different sound. Put a cassette on versus a CD, which is why you came out with CDs to sound different than fucking cassettes. Whatever. <laughs> Coming back, they got the booklets. You know what I mean? You got a you got a cassette. You got to take care of just like you do vinyl. Absolutely coming fucking back. Called it. Yeah. Not, not like I'm sure a fucking million other people called it. But you called beepers. Beepers are going to hit it. Somebody's going to come out. There's going to be a rapper or something. This is my prediction. Who's going to come out <coughs> and they're going to hit it with the beeper. They're, and if they, depending on the artist, they're either going to come out and they're going to clip it to their hat or visor. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> or they're either going to do that or they're going to just have it incorporated some other way. But I, that would be the way. <laughs> that'd be the way I would do it as a visor. But anyway. And the reason for is because it was such a pop cultural thing. Yeah. I used to have a beeper. And there, I mean, it's just a thing of the past. Just like the boom box comes back. I call that. Just the beeper's gonna come back, but it has no practical use. Right. But somebody is going to invent a way that the beeper it's like a beeper for modern times. But it's gonna look like a beeper. It's gonna be different than a phone. I predict it's going to be a thing, or somebody's going to just bring up, bring back the old school beeper somehow, <laughs> and then it's going to be. But then, like you know, then you, how do you get service on that shit? It might not even be a service type thing, and then it's going to be about. It's going to be, it's going to be cool to have particular models, because certain models are going to be harder to fucking score now. You know what I mean? It's going to be a fucking thing. This is my prediction. <laughs> well, it's ridiculous. It's absurd, but I'm putting it out there. Yeah. You know what? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know about this year, but I know during the uh, pandemic, a lot of doctors and nurses still had beepers, you know. And there, there's a good reason for it. Um, okay, let, let's say there's a, a big accident or something on the highway. Everyone sees it. Everyone hears about it. Everyone's on the phone. You're tying up all of the, uh, basically, the cell towers and everything. How are you going to communicate? Hmm. You got beepers. It works. So... Doctors a lot of times still have beepers because it, it's it's kind of uh, in many ways it's it, it's kind of apocalypse proof you know yeah how does that service work though I mean all of it's still radio signals yeah when it comes down to it. I mean your your cell phone is still working on radio signals too it's just a different type different bands hmm I bought mine at Getty so I don't know if that's accurate your beeper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My purple Nokia one. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Beeper's going to make a comeback. It does make a lot of sense, though, Rob. I remember when uh, when I was funeral directing, I had a uh, a beeper because it would work, like, all over the place. Yeah. 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 It I makes a, sense. I had one of the beepers, and you could type a, num- like a number code in, and it would give you different messages. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's only like so many messages that were built in. So then, like, it, I knew that certain messages were code messages for something else, yeah. you know? Like if you text me, I love you. I knew that, I knew that wasn't somebody texting me to tell me how much they like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had different. I don't want to tell you my my codes in case they make a comeback. <laughs> you know, I I I have a walkie-talkie in my car. Um, like crazy stuff I do. It's good yeah. to have a walkie-talkie. For a second, I thought you said a Rocky talkie. I thought you just hit the button and talk to Rocky. Do you have a? Uh, do you ever bring out like a sat phone with you or anything? No, I don't have a sat phone. No, I mean, uh, I mean, they're kind of expensive, and 
and services. Like, I don't think I'd use it that much. So, I believe it's know. pronounced cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, with the walkie-talkie, uh, they still have like a lot of those beeper functions on it too. Oh, sure. So yeah, yeah, it's still used. I mean, emergency services still use those uh, SIM signals. Yep. Doctors still use it. Yeah. I like this U.S. and some of these questions. Why? I don't know. It works. It's interesting to think about some stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I mean. You know what I mean? It's, it's just random. It is pretty random, actually. I was going to bring up some other stuff, but it seems inappropriate. I say hit it. Oh, wait. No, I hit it. I can hit the delete button. <laughs> <laughs> I got the power. Nah, most of this other stuff is just is all segue stuff. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I liked that. That, uh, that was good, though. Yeah. That was good. I like the 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 you shitting <laughs> that you that you are that you ponder. What would you do? What you thought about this, guys? Yeah, like it bothered same- me. Like it was giving me fucking anxiety for a few minutes, just sitting there looking at my underwear in the fucking in the garbage. Yeah, maybe it just brought up bad memories. I shit myself one time at the Great Escape. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you gotta go into that now. Yeah, when I was a kid, it's god awful. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was all full of Great Escape food and went on a bunch of rides. And I was walking. And I was like, just walking. And luckily, I was like right next to a bathroom. But all of a sudden, I was like, uh oh, and I'm locked up. Oh, like it was the turtle was poking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, don't move. You got about 30 seconds. Cameron shoots aside. It's literally a turtle with like a little, like a little yeah. cane. He's poking your leg. <laughs> yeah, he's like, get out of the way. And I'm like, I can't move because I got it shit. <laughs> I, I remember oh, yeah. like uh, at one point in my 20s, I, I was like uh, at the beach um, over at like uh, somewhere in Long Island. I forgot where now. But um I would say I, I would say I full shit myself, but I had a little shart, you yeah. know, and you can feel it's like it's moist. It's like, oh shit, yep. you know. It's like I don't think that was just a fart, you know. Yeah. So that's what I call a thick fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm at the beach, right? So I was like, let's just <laughs> go in the water, thick, right? please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thick, thick, or yeah. like with two C's, bro. <laughs> 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 no, see, you're lucky because I full blown shit myself. Yeah, I didn't make it. Like I got into the stall, and that was the worst part. It was going to be a photo finish, and I lost. Got yeah. into the stall and just crapped myself. <laughs> like, I was a kid, and I was like, "Shit." <laughs> I find it more fascinating than the shit story. I find it fascinating that Long Island was was like the least impressive thing. That's like out of all the places he, he named. Yeah. yeah, I've been to Mulan. Iceland three times. And, uh, <laughs> I was in Long Island. Yep, that's probably why you forgot where exactly in Long Island. That's <laughs> like, why. Ah, it's fucking Long Island. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much it, actually. Yep. Yep. I always have fun in Long Island. Played a lot of shows in Long Island. Yeah, we. I don't know if we played. Did, we did. did. You did we? Yep. We played one there. It was a. Uh, it was like a boxing themed bar. The stage oh. we were on, it was like it. It, it looked like a boxing ring. There was, like, ropes around it and shit. Man, I do not recall that. It was in a strip mall, which was weird. <laughs> I definitely don't recall that. What? That's I'm all fine. Long Island is. It's just, like, one big, long strip mall with diners mixed in. I'm finding out a lot of things about myself. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't shit yourself at the Great Escape, though. No, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking count me out, bitch. <laughs> I'm going big. Where were you? Where'd you drop it? Like it was hot? No, what section? Where was it? Um, 
fucking ghost town, motherfucker. I'm going to do it right nah, in the tunnel. No, it wasn't ghost town. I didn't do it in the tunnel with the bubble No, gun. it was, you know where the bridge is? I don't care where you did And it. there's like a basketball game right there and then a little kiosk of bathrooms and I think the uh, the rotors over there. Yeah, I, right, I know where you, you're talking about. Yeah. 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 It's like right across from where you could where you could steer the little boats. Yeah. Yep, right over there. Well, I'm going to shit my pants <laughs> in the bubblegum cave. You, you know what I think you should do is steer the boat closer and shit onto the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the problem is the boats go so slow that it's really hard to get a good getaway. Yeah. You, really, you want to drop that turn and fucking get to the other side of the pond. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like when I shit in Lake George. Can't chase after. <laughs> They're not fast enough to chase after any other boats. I did that when I was a kid. What's that shit on a boat? No, I <laughs> shat in Lake George. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I I thought I was brilliant. We were swimming. Log or a whole <laughs> no, bunch log. Of, yeah, I was a kid then. Yeah, you know, my <laughs> system wasn't quite as fucked up as it is now. That missile. Hit, yeah, that missile hit you. Well, <laughs> you it was like an emergency blow. You know, like a sub coming out. <laughs> Shot the underside of your nuts on the uh, way I'm, I'm just wondering, did, did it float to the top? Yeah, see, that, that this is where the terror came in, all right? <laughs> we weren't, like, just swimming somewhere. Like, this was like a swimming beach. You know what I mean? I was a, again, I was a kid, and I was like, oh, no, I got to poop. And, like, the bathrooms are all the way there. I'm not going to make it. So I swam out pretty far, and I was like, <laughs> they'll never know. You were making And I, like, I pulled my, my, my uh, bathing suit down underwater. I was just kind of treading water. And then you did like a quick bend, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we did you hunch? Did you hunch like you were sitting no, in a no, chair, no. sitting like sitting up, or did you turn it to the side? No, no, I, I I leaned forward and brought the knees up to the chest, so the ass was kind of sticking back into the water like a like a cannon. Oh, okay, yeah. And I figured <laughs> you were out of the water. Did it propel you? No, I was in the water. I was <laughs> swimming. Oh, okay. And I was like, they'll never know. I'll just jettison this and. uh <laughs> None's the wiser. Yeah, and I freaking did that, and bloop, that big turd <laughs> yeah. shot out. Yeah, I don't know if you ever shat suspended in water. It's an amazing feeling. It just poof right out. That's probably why some women give birth in the yeah. water. That's sure. exactly what I was thinking. Yep. <laughs> well, I gave birth. Yo, you were <laughs> making. The, I was so proud of myself, and I like. Hey, you got to kind of clean up the undercarriage. Dude, you should be proud of yourself. You're a little entrepreneur. You were, I, well, you were no. making your own pool noodles before they even went into mass production. <laughs> That's legit, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at how old are you? I don't know, like nine. Nine second, I would have spat that coffee out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was well. That was good restraint. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah. you were pretty. That's good shit. No, but the, it, no. The worst part was, poof! I was all proud, and I like, ha and I turned around the water, and there's my big turd just floating there, and I was like, oh no, it didn't sink. <laughs> Somebody I know just listened to the last or episode two mm-hmm. and was like, a lot of shit talk, Dan, a lot of shit talk. <laughs> and I like went back and listened. I'm thinking, who did we shit talk? We didn't shit talk. And then I was, oh, we're talking about shit a lot. Yep. And then, yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are again. It might be our thing. Yeah. We got to depends it on what the, the same old new are. shit. Hey, you got a poll? You got a poll idea, Rob? Let's throw this to Rob. All right. So one of the things we can do for our podcast is to interact with our customers, <laughs> or not customers, our listeners, our listeners, yeah, our audience, yeah. Is uh, we can put a like a poll thing, mm-hmm. I think, on our hosting site and all that shit, blah 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 blah. And so we can just have a poll in general. Mm-hmm. So you should come up with a poll. 
you can be the first one to do it. We should have like all pizza of our versus, guests do it. It's well, like go, pizza going, versus calzone. Go, going with uh, the theme of shit, since uh, that seems to be the big subject, <laughs> I, I was, I've always wondered, do people think that vegetarians have smellier shit or people who eat a lot of beef have smellier shit? Hmm. So I'm kind of curious. So that's the question Rob Doe wants to know. Beef shit or veggie shit? <laughs> which... Which, which is worse? <laughs> which is worse? Which is worse or which is smellier? Which, which is smellier? smellier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, would you rather? This is like if you were walking into a public restroom with only one stall and you walked in, would you rather walk in on a beef eater or a vegetarian? So this is <laughs> this does not approach the level of professionalism I was hoping for, but it is what it is. Yeah, like inquirer minds want to know. <laughs> So that's the question. That's the question you're embarrassed to tell somebody. They go, oh, what's the question this week? You're like, well, I got to hit well, it. I gotta, there you go. Got to hit it straight. <laughs> All right. That's a good question. That's our first well, question. See, this is one of the downfalls of putting it in the guest hand. Well, you know, but that's the that's the risk of it. Yeah. Right? And risk is fun. <laughs> so if you're going to walk into the... So is it, if you're going to walk into the stall, just somebody drops a dew. Yep. Would you rather they be a beef? If rather be a beef eater, <laughs> or a veggie, a veggie eater? I yeah. feel like we got to have a better term, better term for the veggie eater. Beef eater, just vegetarian. Sound, yeah, but beef eater sounds like a big fucking beefy turd. <laughs> how, do, how do we? How do we get? How do we accentuate the veginess in that fucking? You know. Okay, what's smellier, plant-based poop, or red meat-based poop? Mm. Uh, that, that sounds fairly professional, right there. Yeah. If you if like if you were gonna put a I don't if like, you were gonna put a dress on that cow, I think the other way. <laughs> I think the other way. Was, I hate the word poop more than anything. <laughs> My least favorite word. What gave you this zest for life? This, I don't know, like to, this thirst to do all this shit. Well, it's because I died. Tell us about tell us about that. Okay. So this is all what I've been told because I don't remember anything. Hmm. So I have retrograde amnesia. Um, so at 25, I got jumped by a bunch of guys. Um, what, what year would that be? Uh, it was 20 years ago. So 2002. It was uh, September 7, 2002. Hmm. So I got jumped by a bunch of guys. Um, apparently I had a friend who had too much to drink. He was my... Uh, is my housemate. I went to go pick him up. Something happened. To this day, I don't really know exactly what happened. All I know is uh, these guys jumped me. He wasn't really of any help because he was so drunk, and I was helping him in my car. Yep. And uh, I uh, woke up in the hospital. Didn't know who I was, but that actually wasn't really going through my head. I was just like, I'm in so much pain, you know? Yeah. So when I woke up in the hospital, it was like 10 days later. Holy shit. Yeah. So I was in coma for 10 days. Oh, People said that, you know, every once in a while I'd say something or had some response. I don't remember any of that. Okay. I just woke up and I was just in, in so much pain. My whole entire body was, there was a lot of, uh, let's say, a lot of parts of my body that were busted that they didn't know because they weren't going to get any feedback from me. Right. You, know? you couldn't tell them where it hurt. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Oh, legit. Yeah. So, uh, some people say it was a racial thing. Um, I think there's definitely a racial element to why I was jumped. 
but some people say it's I'm not gonna name names, but the dude that I was uh, who was my old roommate caused some trouble and they were after him. Some people say I was defending him. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I don't remember anything. Holy shit, man. Yeah. So, so you don't you don't remember anything about the fight or how, I, like how <clears throat> how much do you remember before the fight? Uh well, let's say this. Uh, I mean, your, your memory's not linear, so you don't remember like I, I remember this day and this day and nothing after that day. Oh shit! Uh, you just kind of remember certain things. So like, um, there's so many people in my life, I have no recollection of them at all. Oh shit! Um, I had a girlfriend at the time. Apparently, don't remember her at all. Holy okay. shit! What happened? What happened with that? Uh, she was kind of heartbroken because I didn't remember her, and then uh, she just took off. But um. Some people I spent a lot of time with, like uh, um, friends from, uh, I guess, my youth that I, I had seen grow up. I remembered them. Uh, at first, I didn't remember anything. But over time, I started remembering people that I was very familiar with. So family members, uh, certain friends. Like, uh, there's a lot of people from college I don't remember. My college roommate, he was like, I lived with him every year, like all throughout college. So I remember him. Yeah. That's for sure. But... Every once in a while, we'll talk about someone's like, I don't know who that is. It's like, you don't remember. And it'll just say some random names. Like, no idea, man. Sorry. And it's like, you don't remember this guy? You went to high school and college with him. And I said, I probably wasn't friends with him in high school. Yep. I don't remember him. Sorry. You know? Holy shit. How long did it take before you started uh, uh, remembering people? Yeah, You know, I started remembering uh, certain things quickly. But, I mean, I, I can't really... I can't really gauge it. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that are just gone. Gotcha. Like, uh, um, uh, Ross and I had a conversation about uh, somebody that we both know that apparently I knew from high school and this person looks familiar, but I don't really know them. And I think they were upset about it. And it's a lot of people, you know, they, uh, I've seen over time, they've been upset that I don't remember them and it's, it's nothing against them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I can't control what I remember when I don't remember. Right. You know? I mean, uh, it's a, that's a universe talking, whatever. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is still just an on, this is still an ongoing. Oh yeah. 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 I sometimes remember, uh, random things and I, I know it's like, Oh shit. Some memory's coming back. Cause I get a certain feeling it's hard yeah. to describe, but like if you, you want to go in like, let's say computer terms, think of it like this, like, uh, I've downloaded, let's say a terabyte of data in like five seconds. Mm. It's overwhelming. It's so much data. You know, okay. it's, it's, yeah. just, it's overload is what happens. Do you ever find that there's certain things that will trigger that sort of thing? Like a smell, a sight, a, um, a feeling? You know, sometimes random things. Like one day I was talking with a common friend of ours and we're talking about some hamburger place. And then suddenly I just remembered a shit ton of stuff. You know, no kidding. It, it's just random things. Now, um, I went to college in Buffalo. Hadn't been to Buffalo in some time. And then when I... Finally went to Buffalo after all those years. A ton of memories came back. And that was actually really bad because I was constantly being overwhelmed with, I guess, all of these memories. And it was too much to handle. I, yeah. I actually, I went back to my hotel room, shut off the lights, laid in bed, and that wasn't enough. I actually, I, I, I'm not ashamed to say this, I, I took the covers, went into the closet, and basically I didn't want to hear or see anything. No or kidding. smell anything. It was just too much. Wow. So I had to process what data I had before I could go back out in the world again. Yep. 
but yeah, that was that was uh, that was rough. That was a rough day. Yeah. Holy shit, man! Yeah, what was it like? Uh, like coming, you know, once you're out of the coma and you're getting going. Like, what, what's it like when you get home? How long is it till you get home? Well, um, I'm not sure how long because I, what happened was I was in and out of consciousness a lot, so I don't know exactly how much time passed. But um, my sister and my parents brought me back to their place. My parents were living with my sister at the time. So then there's 24 sevens when we watch over me. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't paralyzed, but I couldn't walk. Hmm. Uh, I had no control over my body. That was the problem. So uh, m- right brain was damaged. So that meant the left side of my body just didn't work. I couldn't, no. I couldn't close my left eye so that we actually had to tape it shut so that it wouldn't dry out. Um, when I was speaking, I mumbled because just imagine speaking with only the muscles on the one side of your face. You can't. Know? Yeah. Um, so I couldn't control my left leg, so I couldn't really walk. Uh, I used to be ambidextrous. They basically told me, yeah, yeah well, pick one hand, you know. So then I, I um, worked my coordination with the right hand. So I'm right-handed now. I used to be ambidextrous. Holy shit. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Never think of that sort of thing. No. But, um, yeah, I mean, so when I was in the hospital at one point, yeah, I died. You know, I do remember that. I, I mean, some people say, uh, your life flashed before you. I, I don't remember shit. You know, <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, so that didn't happen to me. Okay? Yeah. All I know is I felt a shit ton of pain. And basically, I don't want to say everything was black. Everything was blank. Huh. So I didn't have colors, sounds, anything. It was just all gone. And then it came back. But you were you were aware that it was all gone? I, I, let's say I, I was aware of coming back from nothing. Okay. Don't wrap your head around that shit. Yeah. But you know, there was nothing like you knew coming back. Well, I, I wouldn't say I felt nothing. I felt emptiness. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to say, Oh, I, I, I saw God, I saw Buddha or whatever, you know, I was just wondering like when it went blank, like, were you conscious that it was blank, you know, like, like, no, I was like, I was conscious of coming back from blank. Yeah, is what what I, I guess the best way to describe it. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like that's the sort of experience that could be difficult to articulate. Yeah, without going through it, you know what I mean? That's that's exactly it. I I don't know really how to describe it. Yeah, yeah. And then how do you get to where you're moving about again? A lot of therapy. I mean, that went on for pretty much a year. Or so, and then uh, I had the exercises. I had to continue after that. Like um, people used to comment, well, some people if they really watched that, let's say I'd have a cup of coffee in front of me, and I reach for it, and I'm reaching like two inches to the right, and then I have to correct myself. Hmm. And that happened for like a few years. Whoa, yeah, you don't think of that shit. No, did they ever? Whatever happened with the the people that jumped you? They catch them? They well, there's multiple people. They yeah. caught two guys. Um, one of them went away for a while. They're brothers. That's how they caught the two of them. Yeah. Because one of them was bragging about, uh, I almost killed this guy or killed this guy, whatever, you know. Yeah. So he's bragging in a bar about it. So then they caught him and his brother because connected. They didn't rat on their friends. So no one else was caught. And 
I can't say for certain. I think that guy was there. Right. I really don't. I, right. I don't remember anything. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not hundred percent sure, it'd be irresponsible to, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, one of the guys, this is pretty fucked up. Um, so he later on, after all that shit that happened with me, got connected to three murders. Holy shit. Two of which these people were, they were bound and executed by him. That was a bad guy. I mean, talk about like an evil human being, man. Yeah. That's it. Like he killed three people. All, all of them he shot. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think we should have that guy in for a uh, for an interview, Ross. <laughs> He's uh, away for life, no chance of parole. All right, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> damn, damn, there it goes. All right, yeah. it. That would have been sweeps week. <laughs> I don't even know if they have those. That's crazy, man. That I didn't even nuts. know that about you, Robbie. I've known you. We've known each other a long time. Well, the thing is, like, a lot of people, I, I wouldn't say don't believe or don't think about, you know, this because I've lived a full life since then, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't come across as, like, a huge part of my life is missing. Right. Um, I mean, I, I know this. When I was younger, I was pretty adventurous, and... Um, you know, I went for a time where I was less adventurous because number one, my body couldn't handle some of these things. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's like my finances couldn't either because, you know, all that happened to me cost a lot of money, you know? <laughs> so like hospital bills and everything, yeah. that wiped me out pretty big, you know? So, oh, yeah. So then I couldn't be as adventurous because I couldn't afford all that stuff, you know? And then over time, I've done well for myself and I just got back to being adventurous and I, I found that, uh, in many ways, I've, I, I'm not fearless, but the thing is, a lot of things that would bother some people just don't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. Did you have to, is that as a result of getting jumped and all that and going through all that? Or has it just been because you've just continuously done these scary things and you kind of built up a tolerance? I, I think it's, uh, it's a little both because, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of getting my arm broken, doing something, right. but I'm not afraid of dying because mm-hmm. I've done it. I've experienced it, you know? So it's, it's like, I don't want to die, but for me, it's like, uh, some people are afraid, like when you die, it's going to somehow be really painful to your soul or something. Right. And, and yeah, I feel a lot of pain and everything, but the thing is, uh, it, it's happened. So it's familiar. So I don't have to be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. In a sense. So I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of bodily harm to myself. Right. But, um, yeah, some of these crazy adventurous things I do, it's because I'm not afraid of dying. But then also, yeah, I've just been doing it over time. And and, and let, let's say this, like, uh, first time I went paragliding, I wouldn't say I was afraid, but my nerves were kind of acting up a little, you know, and, and there's a little, a little nervousness. Mm-hmm. But now I do it, no fear at all. Yep, just taking in the sights. Yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, you know. Uh, what, yeah. Was, what was the most n- uh, nervous you got over something? Like, like doing doing an adventurous thing. Yeah. Um. You know what? Uh, I would say cold water scuba diving, and it's because you know that. If you're not constantly moving, then 
your body's not going to be developing a certain amount of heat and you got to keep everything moving. Mm -hmm. So if you're not doing that, then I'm afraid a certain body part will seize. And then it's like, oh shit, I'm screwed now. Mm -hmm. I'm not swimming out of this. So yeah, uh, cold water scuba diving, like in the Arctic. Yeah, that sounds catchy. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's it's you're you're constantly thinking about your body. You're constantly thinking about every part of your body. Making sure, like, make sure to wiggle your toes too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like because you want to keep yeah. everything moving. You know. Do you do you think without the without the incident, without you know going through all that, do you think you would be as into the extreme stuff, or no. do you think that had a bearing on it? I think it had a bearing for you. Yeah. Because it's it sort of like I lost everything, mm-hmm. and it, now it's just kind of like you can only go up from, right. from the bottom. Without that, you'd be you'd probably be a little more comfortable swinging on a porch swing than yeah. you are now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Gotcha. Like I said, I was adventurous before, but mm-hmm. I I probably would have just leveled out, and I just haven't leveled out yet. Hmm. What made you do the the cold water scuba diving? Well, I I loved scuba diving and. The thing is, uh, a lot of scuba divers have certain bucket lists, and um, this this uh, scuba diving in Iceland. Uh, this is actually in a lake; it's not in the ocean. So it's a lake called Silfra, and um, it's where the North American and the European continental plates separate. Oh shit! So basically, this underwater volcanic activity is making Iceland grow, and you can swim, and it's like. I've touched Europe, and then you swim to the other side. I've touched North America. So, Even the places you go are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they are awesome. so, so it's a bucket list thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like, I did something awesome. No, you're like, I did something awesome in the most awesome spot to do that awesome thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating. Like, do you just decide, how do you decide what you want to do? Like, what? well, that's a stupid question, but you know what I mean. Not really. I mean, you're not throwing darts at a board, right? There's got to be some inspiration. Maybe you are yeah. throwing darts at a board. Yeah, yeah, there's some inspiration. And and you know what? They build on each other. Because mm-hmm. you, you do one thing, and it's like, oh, I want to do that now. Oh, oh I want to do that now. Like, do you just try mm-hmm. to think of what sounds <clears throat> cool and then do it, and then it's cool. It sounds cool because it is cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, in many ways, that's kind of it, like... Uh, I, I was thinking about this one thing to do, which it, it's not going to be honestly that dangerous or whatever, but it just sounds cool. Like uh, um, in Nicaragua or uh, yeah, in Nicaragua, there's this uh, volcano. I, I don't think it's like a regular volcano. It's, it's, it's actually like you can stick your arm in this thing. It's not going to burn it. It's just mm-hmm. going to be really hot. Okay. It's like a sauna. Okay. So uh, there's volcanic ash or, or, or sand that is, um, in this place, and a lot of people like to basically go snowboarding there, more or less. It's not not snow, but it's just sandboarding on volcanic sand. So it's black and it's hot. So it's the opposite of snowboarding because it's not cold. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, I mean, if you snowboard, then this isn't any more dangerous than that. It just sounds really cool, right? That sounds. <laughs> so it's really like, yeah, cool. I want to do that. You know, so it's 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 not it's not so dangerous. Like snowboarding on snow would probably be more dangerous than this, right? But it just sounds cool. I want to do it. Anytime you can mix snowboarding and volcanoes, I feel like, and Nicaragua, I feel like uh, you got a winning combination right there. Yeah, so that's something I want to do. I don't need to do it immediately, but it's 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 back there. It's like yeah, yeah. Sometime I'll go there and yeah, I'll do that. But it's like 
that's not the only thing I want to do there. I, I, I want to have the whole experience. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to go there just to do that. Right. That'll just be part of the itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I get to a point where it's like, oh, I got to do this and this and this in that country, then yes, I'm going to go there. I'm going to do that. Well, that so, makes sense. So what is next on, on the list? Um, what would you like to do next? What's, what's, what do you think is next? Well, <coughs> there, there's this, uh, this one thing that actually involves Vikings. Okay. So it, it's also not crazy dangerous or anything like that, but it's, it's kind of a cool adventure. Um, so there's, there's like certain Scandinavian countries, you know, obviously where Vikings were, and you kind of follow the path that they took when they were going on raids. So it involves uh, basically uh, you're going to be boating, like kayaking or whatever in certain areas. And then in certain areas, you're going to run and hike. Certain areas, you're going to ride horses. And it's just like this, it, it, think of it like a marathon over a few days of just following the path the Vikings took. So hmm. that's something I want to do. When you said it involves Vikings, for some reason, I thought you were going to say, you know, we get in a longboat and then we go pillage someplace. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could get behind this, Rob. <laughs> Steak. Yo. What's on your immediate? Uh, what's on your? What's next on your list? I have. Uh, well, I think this afternoon I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to do two loads of laundry. Double deuce the laundry. Yeah. There you go, kid. Yep. Yeah, I got to make sure I got clean socks and underwear for work this week. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I like it. You know. Yep. Who's to say this unicycle thing's really kicking my ass? So I got I got to tone it down a little bit for Does, a little uh, while. Do you know about the unicycle? Yes, I do. Yeah. With the unicycle, I got it with me. It's in my car. Yeah, I don't want to show it to Rob because I know he's just going to get on it and ride down to down to Stewart's. I can see and Rob. then come back with a Gatorade. I can <laughs> you see. know what I mean? Be like, I, I put air in the tire for you. It was down two pounds. I could tell. I can yep, see Rob doing right. circles playing the harmonica. On it's that. snowing right now. I'm just like, I don't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's like I'm going to slip. <laughs> you know what it means now that it's snowing. We had an agreement. What happens when it snows? We got to go to the parking garage. Yeah, I'm learning to skate board again and he's uh he's uh unawheeling it all over town <laughs> you guys want to hear a funny coma <coughs> and uh amnesia story yeah yes okay so i didn't tell you how i woke up from my coma with amnesia okay so i wake up and i hear the sound it goes womp, 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 and i'm like what the fuck okay so i'm looking around and then I, I, I realize I can only turn my head right now. And I'm like, and not even that well. And I, I kind of shuffle my head around and then I, I get it loose. And I, I realize that there's a strap that was holding my head. And then I try to move my body and I realize I'm completely strapped in. I'm bound. I can't move. And I'm like, who the fuck did this to me? Okay, so I... I actually dislocated my right shoulder. I can do that normally, and somehow I knew I could do that. So I dislocated my right shoulder, popped it back in, get that free. And then I, I see there's a sheet on my body, move it. And then I see there's straps, and I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So I Do you think you were on. like on an alien spaceship or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. I thought I was abducted by aliens, okay? <laughs> because also I have contact lenses, and... Nobody uh, was rewetting my eyes, so I'm, I'm, it's really blurry too. Yeah. Okay? You're like, explains this huge probe in my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I'm looking around and I, I can't see too well. Everything's really hazy, 
Uh, my whole body hurts. I'm I'm in a ton of pain, and I, I I've just been strapped down, and my inner ear is damaged, so I I don't have any sense of direction up, down, sideways, or anything. So I thought I was basically in space, weightless. Okay. Did you immediately think, all right, it's time to go, time to go quell this alien uprising? Well, this this is actually what happened. I I hear I hear voices in in the distance, and I I'm not getting any clear words because they're in distance. Okay, so it sounds like mumbling, and maybe it's a foreign or alien language. And so then I I yelled. You goddamn alien bastards! I'll kill every last one of you, and then I started punching the tube and elbowing and everything. And what happens, Kate? Right by my feet, someone's head pops over by my feet, and I see them. I immediately calm down, okay? Because I see a human. No, it's not because I saw a human. It's because this particular human, okay? It's an Indian man who's bald with glasses and a mustache. He looks just like Gandhi. So I don't know what's going on, but. If Gandhi's here, I'm probably okay. So I recognize him as Gandhi, and I was about to say Gandhi, and before I could, he says, "You're in the hospital. You're getting an MRI." And then I just say, "I'm sorry," and I lay back down. <laughs> so they finish the MRI. Okay, they finish the MRI, and by the way, I've, I've I received like a number of other scans of different types from him for months and months after that. And I know other people who have gone to him for x-rays or whatever. We all say he looks just like Gandhi. So it's just, I didn't imagine that. He really looks like Gandhi. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, <clears throat> so now my knuckles are bloody because I was punching the tube. This, you know, this tube that's probably worth a million dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, they take me back to my hospital room and nobody's telling me anything. I wasn't thinking about who am I? But I was just wondering what happened, how to get here. I'm not thinking about my identity or anything like that. I just want to know what the fuck happened to me. Nobody's telling me, right? And I asked if I could see a mirror because nobody wants to show it to me because I'm really messed up looking at this point. Okay? Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know how bad I look. No one ever showed me a picture. All I know is I didn't look like me. So this doctor comes in, okay? He's wearing a suit, older guy and everything, and he starts lecturing me, okay? <laughs> And he's going on, it's like, nothing good happens at 3 a.m. in the morning, right? And going on about how I should be partying. And and now we know, like, I wasn't partying. I was picking a friend who had too much to drink. Whatever. Yeah. That's not you, the point. You were being the good guy. I was being the good guy. I don't know any of this because I don't remember it. All I know is this, this old-ass dude is giving me shit about partying at 3 a.m. in the morning. So I don't appreciate that, right? And he's, like, being real dick to me. So I said, who are you? It's like, why are you talking to me like that, you know? And then he says, I'm your neurologist. And the thing is, uh, I said, so you're my doctor. He's like, yeah. I said, who are you? I said, the guy standing next to me. He says, uh, I'm a doctor as well. I'm, I'm, I've covered this floor. And then I was like, who are you? This other guy says, I'm a nurse. And then I said, who are you? And he says, I'm your brother. Oh, shit. So then I, I this is literally what I said. I was like, am I Asian? <laughs> <laughs> It's not something I'm thinking about, you know, because I, I realize, like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what race I am. Don't know what I look like. Because all I see are my hands. Yeah. Okay. So I can't tell. No one's showing me a mirror. Okay. That's funny. So so my brother, he got upset and he, he left the room. He probably was crying. I, I mean, I, I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't because he's like, oh, shit. He doesn't know who I am. Mm-hmm. Now the neurologist, 
he feels like a dick because I don't remember shit. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he's he's lecturing me and he's yelling at me and being a real dick. And he's like, oh, this is worse than we thought. Okay. Holy so, shit. so at that point, everyone, now they're all walking eggshells around me. They're making sure I don't get any information. They want to make sure I don't see a mirror, see what I look like or anything. Because again, I was really fucked up looking and my whole body hurts. And then I, I'm trying to get someone to get saline to put in my eyes because my eyes are so dry. I want water because my throat's so dry. And, and I'm trying to tell everyone, hey, I think my ribs are broken. Hey, I think my hand is broken. Hey, I think this is broken. You know, I'm trying to tell everyone it. And they're all walking eggshells. They're not even listening to me because hmm. uh, I think they're trying to minimize, like, any stimulation or contact with me. Hmm. And... Then uh, I'm I'm getting like a morphine drip, and and uh, I'm at this point I'm, I was I wasn't getting it until that moment. Mm -hmm. You know I'm getting morphine drips, so now like time has no meaning to me or anything like that. So I don't know how long this went on for, right? <laughs> because I was just doped up the whole time. Well, when you said uh, when you said um, that part about you looked down and you saw a face and like you recognized the face before you said Gandhi, I thought you were gonna say I thought. Holy fuck, if he says Dom DeLuise, <laughs> this will bring this whole episode full circle. But since that didn't happen, I just did it right there. So, Jake, you want to send us out, baby? I think I can bring us out. First of all, it's been awesome talking to you, Rob. <clears throat> Robbie, it's always a pleasure to have you here. And we love your stories. We love you. <laughs> There's so I, much I, more. I feel like uh, we may have been a little bit... Um, how should we say? Ridiculous? Uh, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know. Definitely a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> that, that, and I think, and that's I think, our friendship, though. Yeah, I think yeah. Ross and I were a little bit selfish because maybe we just wanted to hang out with you for an afternoon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> yep. that's what's going on here, right? <laughs> Excitement levels are high. As soon as Jake got here, I yep. said, bro, how excited are you? Oh, yeah. We're going to see Rob Dota. It hit me on the ride over here from my house. I was like, I'm going to go hang with Robbie. Yeah, this is but, cool. We'll talk more off the air, but yeah, thanks for but, fucking coming in. So this is the... Little studio in progress here. This is just with the the sound lab part. Yeah, the sound lab part. Yeah, but well, anyway, gets Robbie the, gets the job done. Thank you for coming in, sir. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Looks like you're on a fucking uh, throne over there, doesn't it? Does. We need to get have it's, fucking it's a squatty potty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to put fucking arm rails on there. Jake, make it happen, baby. All right, give me some lumber. Jake's the carpenter <laughs> of the bunch. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks to Robbie. Yeah, you guys. Did you have fun? Did you have a good time? I did. I love you guys. I love you too, buddy. Love you, brother. I think that'll do it, and we will catch you next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Later. Bye.